Welcome to a brand new edition of For the Love of Afrobeats podcast with myself, Shopsy Do. Of course, Adi Shokwe, aka the Energy God. And I'm joined by the one and only Mr. Schmooz, aka Dignified, aka Producer Damola, aka the God. Mini Energy God. Okay. You already know how it goes. Wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you grow a beard in the last seven days? It's, it's growing fuller these days. What's going on? It's growing fuller. The beard is growing fuller. More confidence. <laughs> You're getting the for the love of Afrobeats love, isn't it? Yep, yep, yep. Well, if you're just joining us for the first time on this podcast, we break down every single thing in the Afropop industry, the the headlines coming out of Africa this week or around the world concerning some of our biggest entertainers, especially from Africa. So, Damola, what are the headlines this week? South African rapper can Casper Your Vest signs his family free label to Universal Africa. Yep. AKA celebrates his platinum selling album again, again, and discusses how he's um, been able to achieve that without going, without beefing anybody. Okay, okay. We have Stoji T, South African rapper, impressing on Sway in the Morning, and also discussing his recent beef with Casper Yovest. Supposed beef. So, well, supposed beef. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> David O versus Eco Atlantic, uh, venue in a popular venue in Lagos. Yep, yep. And then finally, we'll discuss Tanzanian singer Rivani and Diamond Platinum song Game Band. <laughs> it feels like every time we mention Tanzania at the moment, it's always something negative about what the system is doing to the artists yeah. or what they're doing to, to yeah, probably finding them, banning them, asking for them to be arrested. Like, I'm starting to get a little bit tired for yeah. it. Maybe. I think this time I'm going to have a lot more to say with regards to the responsibility of the artist. So yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that. And obviously the sad loss of um, Kim Porter. Kim Porter. Yeah. We'll be looking at that uh, ex-partner of PDD for over 10, 15 years. Um, she sadly lost her life, was found uh, dead in, in her apartment. So yeah. we'll be looking at how the world of entertainment has reacted to that yeah. uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah, so where do you want to go to first? All right, I'm let's, all let's start on a positive note. Okay. Studio T representing on Sway in the Morning in America. For those that don't know, Sway in the Morning is probably one of the biggest hip hop shows in the world right now. Yeah. And um, we had South African rapper Studio T go on there, drop a very hot freestyle. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. If you haven't heard it, you know, you know, you know what, Shopsy, what did you think about it first? First of all, I think his interview, let me talk about his interview first. Yeah. His interview, he kind of cleared, obviously he's one of the kind of like the hip hop pioneers in South yeah. Africa. Um, and the way hip hop is moving in South Africa at the moment or moving around Africa from South Africa yep. has been extremely credible. Um, a lot of those guys deserve a lot of credit for how everybody's responding to them yep. around Africa. But going over the seas to the United States of America, we have to give a special shout out to Sway in the Morning, actually. Yeah. Um, I just put, I, I put a post up on social media of the amount of South African rappers that have visited Sway in the morning. In the last one year. In the last one year, not only being granted interviews, but also allowed the to opportunity showcase to talents. showcase their talents. Yeah. You know, they include Cuesta, Stogi T, Caspanyoves, Nasty, Nasty C twice, AKA. AKA. Yep. You know, and that is such an amazing thing for a hip hop institution and historian like Sway in the morning yeah. to, to allow these guys to come on there. Now, let's go back to Stogie T. What, what really amazed me was about a year ago, he mentioned the fact that he had featured Casper in your vest, a song earlier on before Casper became Casper. Yeah. 
and for some reason it was misconstrued in the media as him saying he made Casper Nieves. So instantly Casper wasn't happy about that. Um, and I think the reactions, the pushbacks were all, all over the world for us to see. Yeah. But Stogie now went on such a platform like Sway to say what he actually meant was, listen, I featured Casper early on in his career. So I knew his talents. However, Casper was kind of like given the opportunity and founded by the incredible now late Double HHP. HP. Exactly. Yes. So he, he didn't want to take no credit for Casper's success yep. and he didn't want that to feel like a disrespect to Casper. He just was trying to say he worked with Casper earlier on and that was it. Which I thought was a befitting place to clear that rumor and also just put that beef or somewhat of a beef to rest. But going to his freestyle now, boy, that freestyle is ridiculous. And he did, there were two bars or two lines in that freestyle that I heard once and has stayed with me since then. Was One that? was, if you if I say South Africa, you're thinking uh, the comedian, what's his name? The, the um, South African Trevor comedian. Noah. You're thinking <laughs> Trevor, yeah. but I'm thinking Mandela. Wow. If I say Nigeria, you're, think, you're thinking fella, yeah. but I'm thinking Delta. Gee. You know, and I'm like, what? Like, no, I, that's, that's I had to take a step back yeah. to say, this brother's saying something like, if you're thinking Delta, then you understand the oil oh, yeah. rich areas. Yes. You understand the impacts of right. that. If you're thinking Trevor Noah, because he's like the face of South Africa, Africa around the world now. Looking prosperous But like he's thinking Mandela, the fights, yeah, the, the struggles. Ah, oh, man, I just said, no, 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 Stogie. For that one, you're getting 150% over 100 for me, man. Nah, that, 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 that freestyle was fire. It was amazing. And he, he was glad that he, it was good that he used it to sort of reflect on the state of Africa, on the state of the continent. Yep. You know, making it clear that not all is rosy, you know, mm. we still have a lot of work to do. And Absolutely. a lot of sacrifices had been made mm. to get to that point. Mm. But man, big ups to Stogie for that. Wow, that, that, they, that's how you use a massive platform. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are excited about Stogie like is like a new artist, yes, even yeah. though he's not a new <laughs> he's artist. He's been around for a minute. Exactly. Yeah. But this allows the young cats yeah. and people that really love hip hop, like people like myself that love rap bars. Yeah. That just made me so interested in seeing what he's about. So hopefully we'll be getting a lot more music from Stogie. So shout out to Stogie T and you know again to Sway in the morning, man. Yeah. Really supporting the African movement. We love that. Yeah, we love that. Still in South Africa. Yep. Again, man of the hour, Casper Yovest. Yep. Getting up for the release of his new album. Yeah. Announces a deal that he signed his imprint, Family yep. Tree, home yep. to artists like Nandanya K. Yeah. Um, I think he had Quest Major. Dakar. Yeah, he's uh, got uh, Major. What's that guy's name again? The, the twins. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he's between imprint. producers and DJs. <laughs> yeah, Gemini major league major, DJs, major league DJs. DJs yeah. yeah. So anyway, he signed his imprint, Family Tree, yep. to with uh, Universal Music Africa. Yep. And they're gonna pu publish and promote, you know, records from his imprint. Yep. And um, he said something very powerful Absolutely. when he announced the deal. He said, "Grow your brand." Yep. To a point where you have a stronger negotiating power before you sign. I'm very yeah. happy that you mentioned that. <laughs> that was the biggest takeaway for me. The funny thing is, mm. I copied the whole link yeah. and I sent it to one of my very good friends, yeah. pretty much my brother, um, that we speak every single time in Taye Aliu. Yeah. And I sent him Sorry, that link. By the way, Taye Aliu is, is for people Yemi that Alade's manager, manager and the co-CEO of a Fizzy Music. Um, and I just sent the link to him. Yeah. And the reason I did that was, I, I sent him the link and I said, tell me what part of this article yeah. I wanted you to see. Yeah. 
and that was the part that you mentioned there the fact that he was talking about he building his brand yeah, yeah. the family tree brand up to a level yeah. where he felt he needed a little bit more support, support to get their products to the rest of the world and they had a stronger power exactly and, and and that the, the, the deal he signed with Universal Africa was on his own terms. terms yeah. It was what they wanted. Yep. So he mentioned the fact that now he's going to be dropping a brand new album. Yep. A lot of people have always... I am a fan of Casper Yovis, not because he's a hip-hop artist alone, but because of the Quato elements. Yes. The Quato elements he adds to his music. The dance and, you know, that traditional South African move <laughs> here, move there. And he's saying, because of that, a lot of people have always asked him for a quieto project yep. and he's using this platform to launch a quieto project, project yeah. and it's titled short and sweet sweet <laughs> it's just a short short project that's, that's going to be sweet, sweet. Yep. yeah that's going to be really sweet it's all quieto he's giving this to the rest of the world, world yeah. via his new partnership with universal africa it's a bigger vehicle universal around the world is yeah. probably the biggest record label um out there in the world today yep. and he's found he's, he's thinking that listen with what we've been able to do in south africa yep. and a little bit of trickles around the world you can scale up can scale up imagine joining hands with one of the biggest record labels in the world having a platform to promote your music and the other la- artists, artists on his label as well yeah i thought it was a master stroke i yep. think it's what we really need to be doing at the moment partnering with platforms that can take you to, to the, the next, next level, level. and yeah. it just shows casper business acumen yeah. that this guy even though he's making a lot of money he's a rapper he's a joke on social media yeah he knows his business yep. and this is the kind of move we like to see so big shout outs to uh, to casper and i'm really excited about the quieto project yeah i want to well, you know let, 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 let's get to the music <laughs> Take brother me back to cassie <laughs> yeah and shout out to casper to as well because he's got the brand new record out with our man, the legend, the band, Coco yeah. Master. Something for something. Something for something. <laughs> if you haven't heard that, go check it out. Yeah. Before yeah. we leave, I just wanted to ask you quickly: for up-and-coming artists that don't have their only imprint, yeah. you know, they don't still have enough funding. Yeah. What lessons can they learn from this before they rush into signing a deal with a major, or for some of them that are waiting to be yeah. signed yeah. before they start putting in the groundwork? Mm. Simple. You have to build your brand. Yeah. It is nobody, even the biggest record labels in the world now, are not doing what they used to be doing in the 80s. The 80s and the 90s was when, or maybe even the early 2000s, where A&R, developing an artist was exactly, was really, really important. Where they would pick up an artist absolutely from nothing and they would gradually nurture that artist until they become a superstar. Nowadays, because of the the social media, it's easier for the record labels to actually go on social media, find an artist that's grown a fan base, that already has music popping, that's moving around the streets. It's a working project. And all (laughs) they need to do is just add their muscle to them to take them to the next level. That's where the world is going now, music business-wise. So for an artist, that believes that they've got talent and would like to be on a massive platform, I'd say forget the massive platform for now. Think about the little fan base that you have around you, closest friends, family, who can spread your music to everybody in your neighborhood and then possibly your city before taking you to the next city and around the world. That's what they need to do rather than just be waiting, sitting around and hoping to get a big major deal. That really doesn't happen anymore. Brilliant. Speaking of major deals, South African rapper, AKA. Yep. Uh, his 
latest album, Touch My Blood. We talked about went that. Went platinum yeah. last week, which we spoke about. Yeah. And uh, he was in the media this week discussing, you know, the achievement yep. and what it meant and how he was been able to achieve that. Yeah. And he did highlight that he was able to go platinum without having no beat, <laughs> without yeah. having no dish records. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, he also, you know what? First of all, what are your reactions? Uh, well, instantly when I saw the headline yeah. that said we worked our asses off. Oh. To, to make this album uh, a platinum selling album I that was the headline that caught my attention and when I clicked into it I read you know the fine print I felt like he made sense because three years ago or two and a half years ago yeah. the reason Casper Nioves and AKA were catching a lot of buzz around the world yeah. was the back and forth that they both had the beef that was you know that was so prevalent in South Africa yeah. the songs the disc records that they released help to hel- elevate the industry and the artist to the next level. So fast forward to 2018, yeah. a lot of people were kind of tired of that beef, especially people like AKA, yeah. who yeah. wanted people to focus back on, on the, the talents music. that he had, yeah. that people were kind of projecting that he would be the one to Take- cross over yeah. first. So him releasing this album, focusing all his energy on the album mm-hmm. and yeah. achieving a platinum success yeah. without negativity in the media without free publicity, publicity well. which would have come the the beef the route well, yeah. so every publicity he got from this album was absolutely positive and it was about the talents and the content of the album yeah. and the fans stuck by him yeah. and they paid their money to support him yeah. now if you read the article even further he was talking about the state of the music business where he went even further by saying thank you to the fans Mm. saying something like thank you for buying my records coming to the clubs without you i'll not be able able to to feed my my family family. yeah that was gonna mention (laughs) feed my family and apart from that he also said fame can get into people's heads sometimes and you forget the simple things like saying thank you to people that actually spend their money to support the artist for me that was probably the biggest takeaway from that article, from what he had said. The fact that he appreciated every single fan and kept on saying thank you. Because a lot of artists forget that without the fans dipping their hands in the pocket, going to the The nightclubs, buying the singles, going to concerts, requesting on the radios, a lot of them would just fade away. Superstar, Superstar statuses, celebrity statuses without fan bases. Yep is absolutely nothing they're just like me exactly nobody (laughs) (laughs) we we all know that's not true (laughs) but yeah um big ups to aka yeah um first of all for making the album yeah very personal he put a lot of personal stories on the album yep making music he wanted to make and also appreciating the impact of the fans yep which a lot of artists forget to do so yeah shout out to aka on that one we cross over to Tanzania. Okay. Again, oh we've been talking about Tanzania for almost three weeks in a row now on a very similar topic, which is that politicians, again, um, giving the artists a hard time. I need to drink some water <laughs> this one, bro. I need to drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm listening. Keep you talking. Know, it's it's, 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 myself some it's water. interesting. You know, that's one thing I love about our conversations. It's yeah. interesting because we then start to identify the unique challenges that different artists in different parts of the continent are facing. Yeah. It's like in Tanzania, besides yeah. having tried to make songs that people will even like in the first place, yeah. you have the government to contend with as well. Yeah. Yeah. And this time around, an artist called Rivani. Yep. Signed called, to Wasafi. Signed to Wasafi, Diamond, Diamond Platinum. Platinum's his yeah. label. Released a song with Diamond Platinum's. Very catchy song. Um, the song is called Mwanza. M- M- yep. I'm Nigerian, so. Mwanza. <laughs> Mwanza. Mwanza. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, released the song, brilliant music video. 
but for some reason the song has been banned and yeah. both diamond platinums and Revani called to council yeah, to explain council. their song the yeah. lyrics of their song yep. and then eventually find somewhere between two thousand three three thousand dollars each yeah. including the label as well yeah and, and then, then ban, ban the, the song, song from streaming Airways, platforms, streaming platforms <laughs> everything you know it's, it's ridiculous if you ask me but what are your thoughts on it previously i've been on the artist's position yeah. um saying that it's ridiculous let them live these guys are creatives trying to promote you know tanzania in their own way the music has been fantastic these boys are and girls are ambassadors yeah. please be easy on them they're opening the door to a lot of people knowing about tanzania through yeah, their arts but course. for the first time damola yeah. i'm gonna go against you yeah now this is not the first time diamond platinums has had his song banned of course he had hallelujah band yeah that was with the legendary morgan heritage if you ask me i didn't think there was anything wrong with I the record the song and <laughs> the song i love the record hallelujah yeah. then he had the song with rick ross yeah. waka 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 that's another banger but got banned he got that band as well yeah so there's a little bit of a consistency stubbornness. with the government <laughs> and a stubbornness with the, the artist. artist. Yeah. As much as I love Diamond Platinums and the entire Wasafi movement, yeah. I just felt like it starts to get to a point where you're feeling like, right. you know what? Yeah. Let's try to ensure that we're, this record the framework. and the video does not rub these guys wrong the, the wrong way i've seen the video the video yeah. looks good yeah. you know they spend a lot it's of money on friendly it. if you ask me but the lyrics you yeah. and i don't no, speak <laughs> the local language, language. but yeah. what was interesting was that when they got invited to you know the artist Ask council also, to yeah. sit down the art council they asked ray vani if he could sing the, the lyrics, lyrics of the song in front of his parents. parents guess what he said no ah, <laughs> i would have said yes what a way to shoot yourself no in the i would have said yes regardless <laughs> listen man i've been in what funny positions with my dad or my mom where a song is playing mm. and man's i'm going in on the lyrics yeah but the lyrics are out of this world i'm just you just keep a straight face like you don't know i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so when he said no yeah to he, me that, was he, that meant he had he agreed Greed. that they had crossed the line yeah. so if he knew that he was crossing the line yeah. with the lyrics yeah. and the visuals to the song then why not tone it down you know if you're spending that much money by the way if they ban it in Tanzania, that yeah. just means the rest of the world is going to love it even more. Oh, exactly. And I can guarantee that we're going to be playing that on yeah, Accurate on the Beat. On the, I only heard <laughs> of the song now because, because it got Because of the controversy. Exactly. So every time there's a little bit of controversy coming from the government in yeah. Tanzania towards the artists, people like myself and yourself yeah. on yeah. platforms like this yeah. pay attention to it and even celebrate the artists a lot more. Oh, but yeah. for the first time, I'm going to say Diamond Platinums Ray Vani, Wasafi Media, I need you guys to get it right. Okay, okay. Now you've spoken from a regulator's point of view. Yeah, come on. Now, man. I'll say, but don't you feel that restricts the creative freedom of an artist? Bro, it's not good. Artists gonna... who always want to be creative, they want to express themselves. If you're going to express yourselves, like I say to a lot of people mm. that I advise, most of the artists that send me songs, most of them are dirty songs. Yeah. And I say to them, if I'm going into the studio, there are mm. two options I'm going to be doing right now. Yeah. It's either I make the song 100% clean, clean or I ensure that I have had the radio edits Edit. before I walk out of the studio. Yep. And whatever is going to reach the media, yeah. YouTube and television has, has to, to be, be radio, radio edit, edit period. Exactly. 
because a lot of these guys are getting too lax. Yep. Champagne yep. popping, everybody's relaxing. Your booty shaking. Booty shaking. Come on, man. <laughs> you know they need to get it right. Yeah, you know I right, want right. to hear more music from Ray. I want to hear more music from Diamond Platinums. I don't want to be hearing this negativity from from the government, man. Yeah. It's too much. Very well said. So the management need to do something about it. Come on, man. Very well said. Diamond. <laughs> Drink some water on that. <laughs> mm, mm. I had to. All right, let's move on. Yep. Back to Nigeria. Yep. Where we have Ni- Nigerian superstar David O. Yep. Again, involved with some controversy with a popular venue in yep. Nigeria called Equa Atlantic City. Yep. He's planning his De- City of David concerts yep. scheduled for December the 27th, yep. I think. And he's tried to book the venue, but yep. they rejected his approach, yep. claiming. Um, one or two reasons security reasons concerns yeah. and all of that and they also cited that he had a previous concert last year yeah. at a co-hotel which another venue there, which, yeah, which they said was overcrowded yeah. and you know whatever so anyway David O feels the rejection was because of his political alignment yeah. with his uncle and um, who is in who a, from is, a different party who is PDP, a different party PDP, and the ruling party in, in Lagos, Lagos State, State is exactly so he feels like that all of that is politically motivated mm. and there's been a bit of back and forth between yeah. both of them so um over to you well um uh, first things first i was at the david o concert at echo hotel last year yeah. um arguably the most the highest attended concert at that venue ever yeah um i can guarantee you that where i stood for the concert within 20 minutes i was swarmed by from people. the videos i even felt i was tight, <laughs> I felt tight I watching was the videos choked, on youtube it was so packed <laughs> yeah. that the stage where david was performing his yeah. dressing room there uh, were loads of people there the stage where he was performing the drop like the band couldn't <laughs> see david so the band were struggling <laughs> to see david after a while david just told them to stop went to equal there was a point i, yeah. I told equal this yeah. right and we were laughing People were cramping, trying to get close. That equal had to be pushing push people, people up. Give me space. That's David O's <laughs> DJ. Now, yes, it was loaded. Yes, it was packed to the to the brim. But these are the key facts. Mm. One was that David O's fault yep. that tens of the thousands of people wanted to come in through a venue to see him. Yeah. No. no, was it his responsibility to ensure that once the venue had reached capacity? that the security and the management of the venue would stop people from coming in? No! What is Was it his responsibility to ensure that the numbers in the venue matched the health and safety regulations and stipulations within the venue and the government? No! So if they're trying to say because the venue was packed up, it was overcrowded, health and security safety risks, mm-hmm. that's why they're not giving him the other venue there. Yeah. I think that's absolutely shambolic. Yeah. It's their responsibility. David O in 2017 had two or three of the biggest records ever. Yeah. Those records alone, each one of them was bringing 4,000 people to that venue. Yep. When I got to the venue, they had announced on radio, they had announced everywhere, they had security people outside saying, it was sold out, do not buy any fake tickets. Guess what people continue to do? They still found ways <laughs> to force to themselves force in. Themselves in. Yeah. That is not David O's fault. Yeah. His job was to book the venue, yeah. 
perform for the fans yeah. and ensure that the tickets were sold. Yeah. He did his job to the fullest. The one only blame I've got for David O yeah. in 2017 is that he had too many hit records. <laughs> 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 too many hit records. Yeah. Now, going to his side, talking yeah. about political motivation, yeah. I would personally think he was probably so disappointed, he felt that was probably one yeah, of the yeah. reasons why they stopped him. Listen, I will be flabbergasted yep. to find out that political associations in had Nigeria <laughs> were, had the time to disturb a young man who had used... You have to understand yeah. that David Do, Whiskey, all of these guys, their concerts in December, without a shadow of doubt, yeah. bring a minimum of 3,000 people from Europe and America to Nigeria. True. Guaranteed. Very true. These guys have become tourist attractions. Yep. So if the government or whoever, the management or whoever, because of David O's political alignments nice, or yeah. friendships, have now decided to stop his concert Concerts. from going yeah, ahead, that, that, that's what they have done is not only stop a young man from continuing to celebrate his art yep. and bring fans together, but they've also stopped a number of tourists yeah. who were planning to come to Lagos, Nigeria, solely for that to watch him perform. At least largely in part as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was disappointed. Yeah. But I I I am I'm, I'm, I think that was an emotional reaction. I think he probably was. Yeah. But I still say nobody in this world should lay any blame of health and safety, safety. At the feet of Davido, his yeah. management team, yeah. or his record label, yeah. because their own job to was to turn music. up, perform, <laughs> and entertain. Yeah. Is the management of that building yeah. were supposed to be the one to ensure the numbers mm -hmm. were counted coming in? Period. Simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we that. should. I don't think we should add any more. To yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The show was fantastic, by the way. <laughs> I loved it, and I was looking forward to going this year as well. Yeah. So well, they need to get. They'll, they'll find a venue. We need they'll, a venue. We'll find a venue. We need a venue. <laughs> new business idea. If you're yeah. listening to this. Oh, no, it's not a new business idea. Go set this up is, new venues. But the problem is, Lagos is one of the most congested cities, cities in so the world. There's not enough space anyway. Especially mm. the area where you know these events it's take place. A lot of people want it to be on an island. Yeah. Is there going to be space Listen. enough to create a venue of about 20,000 capacity? Someone, someone was suggesting he does it on the mainland in the stadium like Olamide does his... Um, it's. I think what yeah. the, the reason why a lot of people try to stay away from that is the logistics. logistics yeah. You're going to need a lot more security and management yeah. systems to ensure the safety of the fans. Yeah. And nobody wants to take that responsibility on. Yeah. That's why they're trying to, to work with you know places in, on the island. But we need more venues. Alright, speaking of concerts... Mm. In the UK last weekend, we had Juan Nicole selling out a 2,700 capacity venue at, at the, the Indigo 2. Indigo 2. Yep. And we had Nigerian Diva as well, Simi, selling out the 800 capacity Auto Academy is LinkedIn. On the same um, night. Same night, same day, both shows sold out. Great appearances. Fans had great ex experiences as well. Mm. Um, it was a testament to the growth of Afrobeats mm. in the UK. Absolutely. First of all, when when um, the Wande Cole concert was announced, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was disappointed. I felt like, 
what? Especially because Simi was just coming into the country for the first time to have a headline show and she's now going to have to go up against a 15 year veteran of Afrobeats music, one of the few artists in the world to have as many hits on the dance floor on the same night. I was shattered, I was disappointed, I, I was on the phone to the promoters, um, shout outs to Rockpo and Tunde Phoenix, I spoke candidly with both brothers who also expressed you know, the difficulties in finding a venue and the date. Yeah. It just happened that it clashed, but I was hurt initially. But at the end of the day, you know, when they explained, when everybody explained and understood that, listen, this wasn't, you know, a hunt, head hunting job. Yeah. This was just purely business and coincidence that it just happened on the same day. Everybody carried on their jobs, deciding to target the fans. Um, but one thing I'd like to say is on that day, history was made yeah and history was made for various reasons yeah. one two afro beats Af african pop headliners yes, in yeah. the same city in two different venues selling out yeah. two both of them make different types of music, music. yep simi is more of alternative. folk alternative yeah. live one day is pop, pop. afro beats dance floor cool. and audiences came out as excited yep. to see each one of them yep. in London. 10 years ago, an announcement that two shows were taking place in the same day was good night sweet Disaster. <laughs> but today we're celebrating a moment where now we can have two on the same day. Yep. It's a testament to how the fans have come out to support the music. Yep. It's a testament to the growth of the culture in yep. Europe, especially the UK, especially London. It's a testament to the fans as well yep. for now believing that there are various different strands of the music and the culture yeah. that they can come and watch and to see that manifested and all the artists that came to support each other burner boy one day call mr easy files adikule yeah. go all of these guys it, it's nothing short of just incredible and we need to applaud everybody involved especially the fans yeah i think the fans deserve a massive round of applause for dipping their hands in a pocket and supporting great music Big that's why we're fans. here that's why we're here that's why we're speaking, here speaking of uh successful concerts we also yeah. need to give a shout out to niniola as well oh who did a very first human radio. concert human in Nigeria, radio the human radio concert oh. which was very successful incredibly successful incredibly successful yeah. the reviews yeah. are great on it and the um, images were fantastic as well shout, shout out, out to, to michael, michael too. <laughs> he flew all the way to lagos nigeria took pictures of that event um niniola is an incredible queen who has, hails from Nigeria, but is making pretty much South African house music yeah. and really just getting in the mix and, yeah. and just doing great. That concert was fantastic too. Yeah. Shout out to Nini Ola. Yeah. All right, um, we've done most of our major headlines, yeah. but we also need to take a moment to discuss um, the passing of Kim Porter. Um, mm. Did his long time on and off girlfriend and mother to his children as well. I think uh, his three children yep. and also the adopted one as well. Yep. Yep. Um, she passed away in the early hours of Friday the 17th, yeah. the 16th yeah. of November. And um, it's caught everybody, you know, by surprise and a really sad moment. Personally, I feel for the children she's left behind and uh, I hope that they'll be able to, uh, you know, deal with it in the best way possible. She was 47 years old. Yeah, um, very young. Very young. Um, the news that we heard was that she had flu-like symptoms that For possibly weeks, was pneumonia or, you know, not unconfirmed. But yeah. those were some of the reports that were coming out and that she was found dead yeah. in her house. Yeah. Um, 
followed P. Diddy from the 90s, like people like myself, um, Kim Porter has always been a very prominent figure. Not only being his partner, yeah. a mother to his kids, uh, his sons, um, Christian, who's the rapper, yeah. and the other son, Quincy, Quincy, who's biologically Albishaw's no. son. However, um, P. Diddy adopted. adopted him. She's been there. Yep. Through all his relationships, his business ideas, his everything, yeah. Kim Porter has always been a prominent figure. And then fast forward to about seven or eight years ago when she became the mother to oh. the twi- to the set of twins, twins as well. His first girls who yeah. PDD had girls. always yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> made a lot of noise about yeah. really wanting daughters. It was ma- it was just sad for everybody. Every single person that's opened social media, turned on the news to find out that this was happening felt heartbroken yeah. including myself yeah. and the reason we all feel the same way is yeah. just thinking about the kids the young girls you, you know how tough it is you know for losing a mother no, for yeah. a young girl especially a set of twins yeah. the family right now a lot of people around the world are rallying behind them yeah. and and it also happened at a time when pdd is enjoying possibly some of his greatest times in the last 20 years his last two years has been so successful it's been about passing love showing love you know the likes of french montana Montana. machine gun kelly Kelly, christian you know the kids his sister naomi campbell so there's so many people showing a lot of love to the culture dj khaled the african the the afrobeats culture as well there's so much going on for pdd right now that this without a doubt probably going to be the most difficult time yes he had a, a tough time during the time when he was dating uh jennifer lopez, lopez and yeah. he almost went to jail for attempted yeah. murder those were early young days. yes in the yeah. 90s but yeah. this without a doubt will be the most difficult time yeah. for the combs and the porter family yeah. and our thoughts sincerely yeah, are with them yeah. wish them uh, god's strength absolutely in this time absolutely um that brings us to the end. Okay, wow. Oh, we ran this. through this one <laughs> really quickly, didn't That's we? Right. Yeah, we did. I mean, it's the water, I, I guess. I think it's the water. Yeah. <laughs> we should call this episode the water the episode. The water episode. The water episode. <laughs> All right, very quickly, what are your songs of the week? Oh, wait, wait, well, hold on. Before you well, start, last well, week you said three, so you owe me just one. <laughs> yes, and I so, owe you three. <laughs> so just drop your one song. One. <laughs> one. Well, this week is going to be a brand new record by an up-and-coming artist that I, I heard the record one time. Mm. I fell in love with it. I played it when you walked into yeah. the studio this afternoon. It. The love title it. of the record is Bese yep. by a Nigerian, a Lagos-based young rapper called Brainy. Yep. Check it out, Brainy official on Instagram. The song is Bese and there's a sta- there's a dance to it, which just means lift your legs. Bese, 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 Yeah, I think it's a dope record. All right. And uh, my song of the week is Terminate by Pretty Boy Dio featuring Sugarbana. That's mm, off his new EP. Is it EP or an album? Um, Everything Pretty. Mm. Yeah, so if you haven't heard it, go check it out. Wow, that's good. So you picked one record this week? Yeah, you know me, I stick to the rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's the water, it's the water. Okay, that's good, man. So yeah, make sure you follow us across all social media for the love of Afrobeats on Spotify, SoundCloud. Of course, Apple Music, and you can check us out on Instagram. I'm Shopsy Do, and you are Dignified, aka Mr. on Schmooze. Instagram, bro. <laughs> yeah. Come on, 
is out there gassing himself up. I'm Shopsy Do on Instagram, and, and you I are Mister Underscore Schmooze. Simple. It's for the love of Afrobeats. Thank you very much for joining us this time. Until next time, peace and love. Cheers. <laughs>